Mini episode 1520 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with my good friend, fellow FDH Lounge original dignitary Chris Galloway. We've been going through, we've had a series here going through, previewing the NFL division by division this year. And again, go back to the first one if you want to hear our macro-level thoughts for the season, the one we did on the AFC East. And then from there, it was division by division, eight of those ones. This is the ninth segment that we are doing where we are giving you our playoff predictions. We, we went through every division. We told you what to look for. Uh, in many cases, we indicated who we thought was going to win the division and or be wild card teams. But uh, as far as uh, connecting all of the dots for what I see, for what Chris sees, our predictions for the season, we're bringing it together in this segment here with the AFC. We'll start with that one. And this is one where I'm just going to say, Chris, that I, I know you probably don't see it quite the same way I do because of our discussion about the AFC West and your sense that Denver may outright overtake Kansas City. But for me, Kansas City and Buffalo, I've been going back and forth. I see them as being the best teams in the conference. Both of them have very, very brutal schedules. Uh, for Basically here, what it comes down to for me is Kansas City has a tougher schedule the first part of the season, and that is sort of a determinant for me between Buffalo and Kansas City. But like a lot of people... Uh, I see those as being the top two candidates to come out of the AFC. I, I think that that's I think that's a good uh, good prediction. Um, I, I again my just to recap my my playoff teams in the AFC. I have um, Bills, Denver, uh, Baltimore, and Colts with Kansas City, Chargers, and Bengals as uh, my wild cards. Um, so that's who I have. You know, and again, like I said, I have. Raiders coming in close, uh, a couple other teams, you know, nipping at it, uh, like the Browns potentially, um, but I, I see the Bengals being the ones to sort of uh, sneak in just because of uh, Burrow magic. So uh, how I see that playing out is um, I, I just, I see the Bills and, and, and probably, and I'm going to stick with it, Denver. The mm-hmm. AFC Championship game, okay, um, with the Bills finally getting through and making it to the Super Bowl, and, and so they're my they're my pick for AFC champion. I, again, pretty chalk how everybody kind of expects it to go, but again, I think by and large this team, again, the NFL is a quarterback league, right? You right. go as far as your quarterbacks will take you. That's right, and, and that's why I have Kansas City, San Diego, and the Bengals getting into the playoffs. Because of their quarterbacks, right. um, and then the Colts getting in because of their division, but they're not getting far. Same thing with the Ravens; they they eke out the the, the North with, with nine wins. They get in, but at the end of the day, who do you believe to get through that gauntlet 
Um, I believe in Russell Wilson, and I believe in Josh Allen and that roster right now. And I'll take the Bills at home in the AFC Championship game to, to get a win over Denver and, and finally get into the big game in the AFC. Uh, that would be an incredible AFC Championship game. I have what I think would be an incredible AFC Championship game as well. And uh, I know it because uh, it's what we saw a year ago. It was the best game in the playoffs. But uh, to get from here to there, uh, again, you and I agreed on all of the division winners except the AFC West. I, like most of the rest of the world, have Kansas City. I agree with you on Indianapolis, Baltimore, and, of course, Buffalo as divisional winners. My three wild cards, Miami, Cincinnati, and Denver. So in looking at this here, I'm going to go granular here week by week. The wild card playoffs, number two, Kansas City over number seven, Cincinnati, avenging the AFC championship game. Uh, I have it uh, being, uh, uh, some might consider this an upset. I don't know that I would, but uh, number six, Denver over number three, Baltimore. Number five, Miami over number four, Indianapolis. So that takes us into the divisional round, and that's where I have your AFC championship matchup uh, a week early, which the funny thing is, I think that's how it was a year ago, because I think you had Browns, Beng or Browns Chargers in the AFC championship game, and I had it in the divisional round. So it's the, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's same exactly thing right. a year later. I have number one Buffalo over number six Denver, and then the other one, number two Kansas City over number five Miami, uh, in a rematch of uh, what was it? I think the 1971 Christmas Classic in the uh, the AFC playoffs, and then on Championship Sunday, number one Buffalo over number two Kansas City. Uh, a little bit of uh, vengeance for last year's divisional round loss and a chance to uh, set things right for the Bills. So both of us have the Bills making it to the Super Bowl coming out of the AFC. Uh, although, again, for any Bills fans that might be too celebratory about that, a year ago uh, you and I were figuring, both of us, that it would be the Browns coming out of the AFC. So Bills fans, temper your enthusiasm. But, uh, well, exactly right. Yeah. We both thought last year was it for the Browns, and womp womp. That's right. That's right. And uh, although, again, if if you're Buffalo, I, I I know it's always easier to be prisoner in the moment, but I think it's probably easier to be uh, having a good amount of confidence in this pick with Buffalo this year, and where they sit, and where Josh Allen is in his stage of development in the NFC. I believe it's the same thing. I think we agreed on three of the divisional winners. We certainly did on the Rams and Green Bay and uh, Tampa Bay. I said Dallas, but you said Philadelphia in the East, right? That's correct. I've, I've got Philly eking out um, over the Cowboys. Okay. I've got Philly as a wild card, and I've got Minnesota and San Francisco as the other two wild cards with Arizona just narrowly getting aced out by the Vikings in a tiebreaker. So I'll give you the, uh, the the granular thing in a second. I had to reset from what my predictions were in Fantasy Football Draftology 2022, available on the main page at fantasydrafthelp.com, because in the course of the preseason, I've gotten to be a little bit more down on Dallas. And uh, to be honest with you, in the course of doing our divisional previews, I actually uh, flipped it in my head in real time who I think is coming out of the NFC, because uh, you, I was going to say Tampa Bay, 
Uh, but uh, you, you kind of put something in my head there with the way you were kind of negging them a little bit, uh, and uh, you, you convinced me on that. But it's a thing where I think when you look at the top of the NFC, as I throw it to you for your predictions, it's interesting because at the top of every division, you have teams that are really very much flawed. And when you look at the AFC, whether it's Buffalo, Kansas City, Denver, any of the teams like that in there, I, I, I just don't see in the NFC. When you're looking at, I mean, Dallas or Philadelphia, we could sit here all day talking about flaws. But even Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the L.A. Rams, the traditional powers of the last couple of years in the NFC, you, you could sit here and you could say, yes, well, the Rams were the Super Bowl team and, you know, they did win. But even then, it was uh, maybe a supercharged version of Stars and Scrubs because the Rams still had a couple of holes in there. And now they're, they have another hole on the offensive line with having to replace the retiring Andrew Whitworth. So whoever you're picking coming out of the NFC, whoever I'm picking coming out of it, it's interesting because the, these are all teams that you could make very compelling cases against as well as for, versus in the AFC it seems to be, oh, there's a couple of really, really, really good teams, but i got to pick one of them. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the AFC was, was so hard, especially when you're, you know, on the, on the wild cards, right? I mean, right. It's just like somebody's going somebody's gonna to eke it out on a tie break yep. and get in, and somebody good is staying home. Right. You know, and I kind of had that with the Bengals, Browns, Dolphins. Like, who am I taking? Right. And I just, again, I just went with quarterback play. You know, mm -hmm. the things that I, I've always preached, right? Uh, when I start looking at a team and when, whether they're what their kind of season they're looking at, I start by looking at the lines, both the defense and offensive line. You know, how are they in the trenches? And then it's a quarterback-driven league, so you get as far as your quality quarterback. Browns, they're just going to have quarterback problems this year. I mean, that's where they're at. Yep. And so um, I've got to take I've got to take Joey Burrow over them. Yes, I've got to take Joey Burrow over Tua. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Burrow to, to get them in. Even though I do, you know, if they win the division again, I wouldn't be shocked. And then you know, then you flip it, and Baltimore's the is is the wild card. Either way, I don't have either one of them making it to the AFC Championship. Um, I didn't seed it all out in my in sort of my plotting the way you did, but okay. I, I just don't see either one of those teams actually mattering in the sure. end. Mm -hmm. um, so it's similar in the in the NFC in the sense that it is easier for us to just honestly to just sit and poke all the holes and all point out all the flaws in these NFC teams. Right. I mean, I, that's easier than than saying, "Boy, who's any good." Right. right. It's so much easier to be like, well, they all suck in some way. Right. You know, we have we have the same division winners. I've got Philly, you've got Dallas, but I do have the Cowboys getting in as a wild card. And I have the Eagles um, as a wild card. Yeah. So again, we end up in a similar place, right? You know, whether you're the last division, you know, the fourth division one or you're the or you're the second or third wild card, whoop de do. Right. Um neither one neither the Eagles or the Cowboys are gonna matter when it when it eventually matters in the NFC. Right. Um, I also have, um, and again, I don't feel great about these picks because how could you? Um, I, I do have, unlike you, I do have the Saints still just kind of having enough of a roster and a core to beat, you know, nine and eight and get in. Okay. And then um, I have the 49ers getting in over the, over the Cardinals because I still think the Cardinals are a team that could, that could nosedive. Um, San Francisco, in my opinion, has more talent. Keeping Jimmy G around as a safety blanket 
probably is what made me pick them over Arizona and, and, and kind of have to think, think that through after they made that move today. I didn't hear the Lions uh, anywhere in there. <laughs> you didn't hear what? The I Lions? I told you. I, I told you 8-9. They're okay. not making the playoffs. All right. They, they're a surprise second-place team in that division. Okay. They're not making the playoffs. They right. are not making the playoffs. So, okay. Um, uh, so, so that's I've got the Saints, Cowboys, San Francisco in there in the wild card. Um, I have it ultimately shaking out to be um, L.A. and Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, and I have L.A. going back because, and, and I say that sort of like, like, eh, what, eh, what are you going to pick? I mean, I don't think any of these teams are particularly compelling, to be honest, and I think L.A. just, they've got enough talent that they will, I think they will repeat and go back, so you'll have Rams bills. Well, and that's the opening game of the season, and so that would make it the closing game as well, which is probably pretty rare. And uh, funnily enough, and I'll tell you how I get from here to there, I agree with you, and I think it is going to be both the first and last game of the season, Rams and Bills. How we get from here to there, uh, when I did Fantasy Football Draftology 2022 predictions, I had Dallas as the number one seed because I thought, look, they've got such an easy schedule that it, 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 even if the, whatever issues they still have doesn't matter. But with everything that's happened since, I've got them coming back to the pack. They're still going to win that division, uh, but they're not going to have as high of a seed. So uh, I have Green Bay getting the bye as the number one seed uh, because schedule-wise, I think it sets up that way. Second uh, easiest schedule to Dallas among the, uh, the top NFC teams here, although Philadelphia, if you consider them to be a serious contender or not, probably depends on how you define the word serious. Philly's got a very easy schedule also, too, which is one of the primary reasons I'm picking them to be back in the playoffs. So the matchups for the wild card round, I have Tampa Bay over Minnesota in the 2-7. In the 3-6, I have the Rams over the Eagles, and in the 4-5, it's going to be Groundhog Day for all those poor Cowboy fans as San Francisco once again goes into Jerry World and beats them. So that takes us to the divisional round, and this is one where I go back and forth on this uh, between uh, number one Green Bay, number five San Francisco. As we saw last year, uh, the thing that is extremely amusing is that of the two teams, San Francisco is by far the better cold weather team with the style that they play versus Green Bay feels like a wussy dome team with their whole finesse style here, but uh, I do see Green Bay getting over in a nail-biter and in the 2-3 of Tampa Bay and the Rams. This is where what you said had an effect on me, Chris, because my sense was I was going to pick the Bucks to bounce back uh, with the thought being that uh, you know the Super Bowl hangover year was out of the way. Uh, versus the Rams have now potentially got the Super Bowl hangover. But you make an interesting point. I guess I still, at the end of the day, have less questions about the Rams than I do anybody else in the NFC. So I've got the Rams over Tampa, and then the Rams going into Lambeau and winning the NFC championship game there. So you and I both agree that it would be uh, Bills and Rams in the Super Bowl. And uh, the game that NBC unsurprisingly picked as the uh, opening game for the season the Thursday nighter, and uh, one where there weren't a lot of great options if you look at the Rams' schedule. There weren't a lot of super compelling matchups there, so that one had to be the Vegas uh, leader in the clubhouse probably through most of the offseason before it was announced. 
So that's the game that starts the season. You and I will be watching it very, very closely for hints as to what might happen for the rematch that we see coming up in February. That rematch would be in uh, Glendale, Arizona, uh, a stadium that the Rams go to every year and the Bills uh, do not. So I don't expect that to necessarily play in. But uh, then again, familiarity the last two years in the Super Bowl, the Rams winning in their home stadium, Tampa winning in their home stadium. So the last two years' familiarity may or may not have played a role. This would be it to a lesser degree, just that they go there every year. But uh, before I tell you how I see it playing out, how would you see such a Super Bowl playing out? Um, I, so it's, it's funny that we, we have the same Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. Um, I, 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 um, I think it's the Bills. I, I think that, uh, this whole, you know, the NFC is the weaker conference. And, and then like last year they turn around and they win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though the AFC had just the superior, uh, teams top to bottom, um, in the end, it's just, it's only one, right? Right, but, um, it's, it's just, way more just, pronounced like, now. It's way more pronounced at this point. Oh, it's way more pronounced, and 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 I I just like I just like where the Bills are at as a roster. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, as long as and obviously all of this is predicated on Allen staying healthy. Right. Um. You know, if, if Allen is healthy, that roster and some of their ads like Von Miller and uh, you know are I just like where they are. I think they've got a lot of talent on that team. A lot, right? And 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 I think and, and I like their coaches, and I think they are over they are overdue for getting one um, as a franchise and for how they built that team and stuck with their coaches and stuck with their beliefs. I just they're just overdue in my opinion, and I think I think that they're they're going to get it. I think that they're going to get it done. I think had they gotten through, which they should have passed Kansas City, they would have wiped the floor with Cincinnati last year and beaten the Rams last year. I think that allowing Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds or whatever the hell it was, yeah. was just an unforced mitigated disaster. Yep. I, I truly believe they would have manhandled the Bengals and then beaten the Rams. Um, and, and I think those guys know it. I think they know it. They went on the road and played their guts out and they had the Chiefs. Had it. So I think I think this is the year they get it done. I think they knew they had it last year. I like what they did to add parts and pieces. You know, I think by the time we get to week three, we won't be talking about their now former punter. And you know, I just I like them to I like them to win it. I agree, actually. Uh, even when I had it as Bills Bucks, I had the Bills winning. I'm going to stick with the Bills now that I'm saying Bills Rams. I'll say maybe about twenty-seven to twenty. I see it the same way that you do. It feels like it's their time, and uh, if they play the Rams, it is a thing where I'm only going to compare this in the media narrative sense because the media loves its narratives. 20 years after Gruden versus the Raiders in the Super Bowl could be Von Miller versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. How about that? Hey, that would be fun if Von Miller gets back-to-back rings. Yeah. Uh and and how about you know what if his former his former original team gets the AFC championship? Yes, yes. You know, I mean, I, as I am predicting. So, um, and also personal plug: my recent college graduate daughter, in her first job out of college, is currently uh, on the team that is designing his um, his new home out in Buffalo. Really? So, no um, so that's that's one of her current projects. So, so. Um, 
I don't know. Does she get a Super Bowl ring if she picks out some good curtains and some nice furniture? <laughs> Absolutely should be. Yes. Yes. I'm going to uh, vote yes. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I just, and I'm going to guess that, you know, your switch from the Bucks is because of what I said about that O-line. Am I, am I right about well, that? Was it my concerns about that? Maybe that, maybe that but just what, what you said about Brady, that, that feels like he's kind of mailing it in more so than he was. And it's a thing where I could see this being the case, because this happens a lot of times in life, uh, of, of where when, when somebody's got you in too tight of a cocoon, like Belichick had him in all that period of time, and then you escape it and you have some success. And then maybe what comes after that is megalomania of like, oh, well, I don't really need any limits on me. I kind of proved it at this point. And maybe he's at that stage of acting out. And I think my concerns about that didn't really reach a crescendo till I heard you say what you said. So for my dad and anybody else in life that says, I never listened to anything, here you're wrong because you convinced me on that point there. And I, I think, again, we talk about quarterbacks being tone sitters, and the, the tone that he is setting there for Tampa Bay, missing his time for, uh, depending on what you believe, whether it be masked singer, plastic surgery, all of the above, whatever it is, it's not a focus on winning and, and what it's going to take to get through the NFC. You know and I know that the NFC is as thin as it's been in a long time, if ever, but come on, man, you, you can't just mail it in completely. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. I mean, and that's been my analysis of Brady. I think he is kind of just checked out and mailing it in. Now, I mean, look, he's a competitor. He's going to get into the season and he's sure. going to play hard. Right. But his off season, not giving a shit, trying to – I mean, everybody in that locker room now knows that he tried to go to my – force his way out to Miami. <laughs> right. Like, they all know he never wanted to be in Tampa Bay. They all know it. Even the year they won it, they all know that he originally wanted to be in Miami. Right. Uh, and now we also know before that, because he negotiated that before he left the Patriots, on the way out the door, he also was negotiating going to the Raiders. Right. And that Derek Carr was the guy who, that, that he was referring to when he said they'd rather go with that bleeper than me. Right. Um, you know, that, we now know it was the Raiders. I mean, everyone in that locker room knows that, like, the Tampa Bay was the, his third choice. Right. So, I mean, they got a ring, but now in the, he's blowing off the – you know, he caused their coaches to be, you know, coach to be fired. Um, and, and then and then he blew off the offseason and he showed up late to camp. I mean, none of that's going to go over well. Right. No one's going to dare say anything because it's Tom. Right. Right? But we all know that that eats away in a locker room. And if he has a couple bad games now at 45, that shit, that shit, oh, man, it ain't going to go well. But you, you talk um, so, about I mean, this. again, I'm, I'm picking them because of talent mm -hmm. to, to get, you know, in the lack of talent in that division. But, you know, if he was in the, you know, if they were in the NFC West, I, I would be picking the Bucks to be the team that would collapse oh. uh, and, and be sort of, you know. But I think that the, the weak division, et cetera, is going to save them, right? I mean. Right. Well, and, yeah. And, 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 look, they still have enough weapons to win enough games. But there's just no way I would bet on them to go to the Super Bowl. Because Tom's checked out mentally, and that, and again, yeah. my other concern beyond that is just that offensive line. Well, that offensive line is—that could be a real problem for them this year. It, well, as far as what you mentioned about uh, Arians getting fired, <clears throat> deciding to quit and spend more time with his family, uh, there was the whole thing of if you go back to the first year, 
I don't remember what it was exactly, but like Arians made a point at one time. I think he was bristling about the whole thing of like, oh, Brady loves playing in a place that's looser and where he's out. I think like Arians was feeling a little bit insecure about that because there was something that he said where he let it be known how he chewed his ass out or something like that. I don't remember the specifics, but it's a thing where best believe Tom Brady didn't forget that. If there's one reason for what happened, it was probably that. It was probably that indiscreet moment of lording your coach status over the quarterback. And uh, you well, know, well, I think also Arians. Um, there were a couple of weeks where he literally called out Tom. That's what I mean. Not, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he literally called him out on, yeah. on some stuff. Yeah, like I'm the coach kind of thing. And to your point. Um, it wasn't that he, you know, he didn't allude to chewing him out. I mean, he just fucking, he just let it slip right in the middle of a, right in the middle of a press conference. Like, right. Core five plays got to get better. Da da da. He didn't even call him by his name. He's treated him like he was, you know, like the old Belichick, like quarterback. Has to, you know, I mean, like, you know, you're right, you're right. And there's no way that, that we all know in that championship season that there was a, there was a stretch where they weren't getting along. Right. I mean, that was rumored, right? It was out there. People right. were talking about, like, well, there's rumors that they're not really getting along. And then they both came out and were like, that's nonsense. You know, yada, yada, yada. And then they won, and everybody was like, oh, must have been, it must have been nonsense. Well, it wasn't nonsense. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it was worth it to Arians. They still managed to win. Yeah. I, I hope uh, it was worth it to yeah. Arians to have his moment there of looking like a big man at Brady's expense. Because... Anybody that was looking at that situation and who knows where the power lies in this league, it was not a big shock to anybody that it ended up going down this way. Maybe that it happened on this timeline as opposed to another year out. But at the end of the day, he signed his own death warrant when he did that back at that time. Well, that's that's correct. Um, and then last year, I mean, look, the Bucks had that game. They had that game, and they choked it away. Yeah. So... You know, they, they could have advanced to the NFC Championship game and probably should have if they don't choke it away. Very possible. Uh, so, you know, they got to be kicking themselves, too, also saying, my God, we were right there for a second season in a row. We just blew it. Yeah. Um, and I think that right after that loss, that's, you know, Tom Tom played well in that game. And I think that, you know, the D let him down, and I think that's when he, that's when he checked out, right? Yeah. Like, I think be. he just went. He's like, I want to go to Miami, I want to be an owner, I want out of here, blah, 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 and then I'm going to retire, and then, you know, it all went, you know, sort of sideways with all the Flores stuff, and then all broke, and then he had to run away from it, and, you know, and so now it's just like, I don't think he's got the same respect in that building right. that he had, and I don't think anybody wants to say it, right. but, I mean, I understand how players and, and how men are in general, right, and right. None of, there's no way any of that went over well with any of his teammates. Oh, so exactly. He's, he's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. He's But this will be his... I predict this is his last year in the league. Well, this also, is it. Also, too, on-field, off-field, whatever, Gronk has been a security blanket. And for once, it looks like Gronk is retiring and sticking to it, unlike Brady. So there's that as well. He doesn't have Gronkowski in there uh, as well, whether it be on well, the field... Well, I think Gronk knows Tom is done. Right? I Could think be. that's why Gronk, and he's just not going to say that. Right. But I think Gronk knows, like, if I saw, if I knew Tom was all in and was, you know, like, screaming at us in the offseason to work harder and he's, you know, and we're working out and, you know, and preparing and doing all this stuff because we should have won that game and da da da, da 
but he's not. He knows Tom. They're friends. He's not seeing that, and, and so he what he sees is Tom is checked out, and he realizes, oh, that's it. Tom's going to go through the motion, get the paycheck, one more season, and be done with it. Imagine having uh, Gronk think you're not taking it seriously enough and too committed to the party lifestyle. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's right. I mean, Gronk's critical. Yeah. This isn't Belichick. Gronk think Tom no serious. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's uh, a little different than hearing it from Belichick, is it not? <laughs> uh, yeah, it really has to be. Um, and, and again, I just think that's all that's going on, and I think that that's, you know, between that and their O-line problems, I, I just think they're just doomed. Yeah. This, this year. Now, they say doomed. They're making the playoffs right. because their division, but right. they aren't making it to the Super Bowl. This is not a Super Bowl roster. Like, like you said, I have more faith in what the Rams have overall. Yeah. Um, in the NFC, which is poor anyway. Yeah. Than anybody, um, and which is why I have them getting back. But that's really the only reason why, right? Because the, the rest of the rest of the, that conference is weak. Yeah. And 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 you know the Packers don't seem capable of winning a big game. Right. Philly's unproven. Dallas is, you know, they're a, they're they're a, they're a choker. I don't know what San Francisco is with the quarterback situation. Right. I mean, there's just no way to really to bank on anybody else. Right. It's just it's just kind of like, well, I'm going to go with Rams by default, and then I like the Bills to fight their way out of what is a brutal, brutal AFC, and then I like them to finally get over the get over the hump for the city of Buffalo. And, and 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 justify that, you know, massive stadium deal. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's very interesting because as I'm looking at this here, you and I have six of the same eight uh, divisional winners. Uh, six of the eight are the, are the same. And uh, as far as wild cards go, I think, uh, so in the AFC, I have Miami making it, and you have the Chargers in the NFC, I have the Vikings making it versus you have it being New Orleans, but uh, we, we only differ on two teams in either conference here, so a lot of the same kind of a thing here as we look at it, but uh, we will see. It's gonna That's be... not surprising, though. I mean, you and I have a very similar worldview, and just so everybody at home knows, right. we don't talk about this until just now. Right, right, yeah. Like, we have not, you know, Rick giving me his playoff teams and his predictions and, and, and me sharing mine. This is the first either one of us are hearing about what each other thinks. Right. Um, but, you know, you and I tend to analyze things similarly, yeah. by and large. Evidence-based. And right. And and so I'm not surprised that we have, te- you know, mostly the same teams in the playoffs of both conferences. And, and obviously then we end up with both the same teams in the Super Bowl. So Yeah. And that's, that's how we see it uh, playing out for this year. So uh, it will be a very interesting campaign, as always. Uh, any other uh, closing thoughts on the 2022 season, Chris? Can't wait. Just ready for football, my friend. I, college has started, thank God. Yep. And, um, you know, it's been a long, lonely period of time, uh, you know, without football. So right. thank goodness it's back. Uh, exactly, yes. Uh, cue the Kid Rock. It's been a lonely road of faith waiting for the NFL to come back, but uh, here we are. Uh, week one, not too far away here, and uh, we will be, of course, uh, taking a peek back in together uh, once the season gets going here at uh, different intervals. So thank you, Chris, for your part in this entire series here this year, as uh, with the case with past years. Uh, very much awesome. 
going through all of this with you. Thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our playoff preview for the NFL this year, as well as the uh, divisional previews that preceded this.